0: Today, on the Terrible Warriors, we just got back from our very first trip to Gen Con, and we had a great time. Holy smokes, that's a good time. And of course, we made sure to make some time to visit the Any Awards and see who's going to walk away with the prizes this year. And to our amazement, but not our surprise, Free League Games walked away with six Any Awards, including Best Cartography, Best Rules best production value and a silver for product of the year of course we're talking about forbidden lands i'm never gonna stop talking about forbidden lands the day after the ennies that saturday morning i made my way to the free league booth weighed down by the weight of their medals and i spoke to company founder and game designer thomas haramston to ask
1: how are you feeling this morning yeah, it was amazing. I mean, we, we had some nominations, so of course, you, but you never know these things. So it, uh, yeah, we really didn't know what to expect, and it was uh, so much. I mean, so much fun for the team and all the freelancers we work with, and, and for me as well. I mean, and just that two years ago we were not here. We were not at GenCon. We were uh, back home, uh, and we had no idea that what was going to happen with uh, Tales from the Loop, which uh, won a bunch of awards two years ago. And then I I watched it on, you know, YouTube and tried and I really kicked myself for not being there. And, you know, and it's just because I was thinking like this is something that happens like once in a lifetime to have like, you know, multiple awards uh, for your game uh, at Gen Con. That's not something that's going to happen very, very often. It might never happen again. It was like, and I was not there. So it's like, God damn it. So that considering that it felt particularly great to actually get a chance to to experience something at least similar to that uh, right here so that was great
0: yeah the, the first time it was the cartography Award was the first one of the night, yep, yep. and that's something I know on the show I have gone on about on just the, the 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 artwork from Niels and the the map that's used, and yeah.
1: uh, it's it's a very well deserved award, and so congratulations. Yeah, th- thank you, and and the 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 map is is such a key part of the game, so I felt that was felt so right. I felt like when we got that, I was like I'm happy. I mean, this is great because at least they, they got it. I mean, the map is so so key to the game, and the guy who designed it. Uh, his name is Tobias Turnell. he does an amazing job so I was uh, happy for him as well how has
0: it been like now to see that an indie publisher like yourself getting recognition next to some of these institutional yeah, giants I mean,
1: that was pretty cool too I mean I met uh, the, the, uh, the people from Chaosium yesterday at, at the show and I met some of them uh, earlier as well and just to have them come up and say like we're huge fans of your games I mean that's pretty cool just that alone yeah. and also we, I met Graham Davis uh, who, who was working on War of Roleplay 4th edition and he also worked on the 1st edition and I loved that game back in the late 80s and I played, a, I played the whole Enemy within campaign and now he's working on the new version and he's coming up talking to us you know that's that's pretty cool. I mean, I'm i just getting that 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 recognition.
0: I had a, a, a somewhat similar when I was going to approach you and congratulate you, and um, Mark D S Truman from Magpie Games came up and yeah. he was like, "I love your games," and it was just this whole sort of we're all just gamers yeah. and we're all just we just love playing yeah. everyone else's games, and it's just yeah. we're all geeking out. We're in the same room with each other, yeah,
1: and it doesn't matter. I mean, I think I have a, Everyone I've met here has been so gracious and so you know, there's been with even no matter if you're from a big company or. Just a tiny one, or just visiting? I think uh, there there's such a sense of community here that I think is awesome.
0: So now there's the other one that won the award, Simborum. And
1: yeah. am I pronouncing that correctly? I think Simborum. I think they want to emphasize the last syllable. And I say I think because the, I did not design that game. And uh, that's I, I love it, but it's not my baby. It's uh, it from was, the other company that merged recently exactly. with Relic with uh, Tim Yonring, and they're called. That was their game. Uh, we know them from way back. Uh, Actually, they made, that was actually one of the reasons that sort of pulled me hardcore into gaming again after a brief period of of not gaming so much, like 15 years ago, is uh, they made a game uh, that was based uh, on the Mutant franchise, the same as the Mutant Year Zero, but another an earlier version that was only done in Swedish, but that was popular in Swedish like 15 years ago now, yeah, around there. Uh, And that's kind of pulled me in and I started freelancing and doing some work for that game. And that's actually how I got back into role playing and also got to know these guys. Then they went out of business for a while and we took over some of their projects. Coriolis, The first edition of Coriolis was done by them. That's what I just heard today. Yeah, yeah. So they made the first edition of Coriolis also only in Swedish in 2008, I think. Uh, But then they went out of business uh, and they asked us to take over some of their projects, including Coriolis, which we took over. Uh, and then a few years later we made a new edition, a completely new edition of Coriolis. But the setting is the same, so the setting is the one that they designed originally. And then they restarted their company in a smaller, uh, smaller fashion a couple of years ago, and they, their new game is Simbaroon, which is a fantasy, dark fantasy game. Uh, really beautiful art, a very evocative setting, so it's a, it's a great game. Uh, and we have been talking for a long time about working together, and uh, we have really grew pretty quickly. And uh, we, I think we realized we have a joint history together and it just made sense to work together. And we were just trying to find a way to do that. And in the end, we just realized it actually makes more sense to just join forces and, and just emerge our company. So now we're all all Free League and uh, they're part of the family. So it's, uh, that's pretty cool too. Yeah,
0: the League becomes Legion. Yes, yes. We'll bring it back to the products you're familiar with. Uh, another one of the things that won uh, the award last night was the rules for Forbidden Lands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, recently, I've had the opportunity to play the starter kit for Alien, the right, RPG, yeah. and Alien's the big one coming here on the horizon. Yeah. And it uses a, 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 an adapted rules, uses the same engine that that Forbidden Lands uses, yeah. and and with changes there with the way stress is handled. And mm-hmm. I mean Uh, you want to talk a little bit about how, why the choices you made for Forbidden Lands versus the choices that were made for Alien.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the key thing. We use the same core engine, the Year Zero engine, we we call it. But we really need to adapt it for the game, and and that's just not minor tweaks. There are significant changes. Uh, For Forbidden Lands, uh, what we did there, uh, we wanted uh, a, a game that was... Still, simple, you know. Still fast and easy to use, but a bit crunchier than than, for example, Tales from the Loop, which is probably the with the least amount of, of rules crunch. Uh, we wanted to give uh, more focus to melee combat to get the sense of that, and and we also wanted the survival aspects from that are close to Mutant Year Zero. So we wanted to get that in there, and of course, the travel rules are a big part of Forbidden Lands. So we that's there. We uh, uh, developed the talent system further. The earlier games only have talents; that you either you have them or you don't. The Forbidden Lands has tiered talents, so one, you can have ranks one, two, or three. So that also changes things a bit. So uh, that was how the thinking for Forbidden Lands is to get you know a feeling of a really hardcore, dangerous system with a fair bit of crunch, specifically regarding melee combat and stuff like that. We're still making it approachable uh, it's still approachable i mean that's core i think you know that's core for all of our game systems that they the core is so very simple roll some dice get sixes and the more you get the better it is i mean that's you can you know that's really so super simple
0: when you're looking at forbidden lands because it has such a love for its source material from origins of things like dungeons and dragons from those early years that it's allowed to be expected that, you know, I want there to be some feats and some magic spells and a little bit uh, here and and, and that uh, progression with experience and... But then taking an extra step and going, we're going to damage your stats directly. Yeah. And there's not, you don't have hit points. No. You're just going to get tired and weaker and your yeah. numbers are going to drop and it's brutal. It is
1: brutal, yeah. And it's sort of a, uh, and that's really goes to the survival aspect of that game. That, that getting hurt and, and pushing yourself hard, you'll need to do that. But it will wear you down. And it creates
0: this immersive experience yeah. where it, it, looking at your if it was just HP yeah. ticking down, you don't feel that yeah. the same way you do when your strength goes from a five to a four, yeah. and that's just one point, and yeah. it feels like such a big
1: deal. Yeah. yeah, and that yeah, and that's that's that that that, that thing particularly was uh, implemented in Mutant Year Zero. Uh, that's already there, that which was the first uh, incarnation of the game system. So that I would say Forbidden Lands and Mutant Year Zero are the closest. But then, Year, so in in many ways, Forbidden Lands, the system there is like an evolved version of Mutant Year Zero, where we tweaked a lot and and developed it further, streamlined things, and it's uh, really if we would do an entire new edition of Mutant Year Zero, we we'd probably borrow some stuff from Forbidden Lands. Oh, maybe we'll be
0: getting a Mutant Year Zero edition, second edition. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we'll
1: see. Uh, so
0: going forward into the Alien RPG, yeah. which you've announced, what were some of the challenges you were facing yeah. when you were? Decided to. This is the engine we're going to use, yeah. and we're going to set this to the setting because there's no traveling really in Alien. Yeah. You're, you're, the whole point is you're trapped on this,
1: uh, you know, a haunted house in space, right? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that was. Uh, we had some lots of discussions about this early on. Sort of what, what kind of system? How? What do we? We knew pretty much that we wanted to use the system because we think it's it's the system we know well. It's tested well. And I think it would work for Alien. So we decided pretty early on to to use it uh, in some form. We looked a lot at Tales from the Loop, which is, of course, very different from Alien. But the similarity is that Tales from the Loop Works really well, well in a short format. Uh, also, like you know, online streams and the stuff, but also just on cons, or it works in that compact format. And we felt it, that and its that pacing would work. is yeah. very
0: television cinematic. It, yeah. it, it it it's gonna change scenes often, and it yeah. a lot of things are resolved all in one go. Right, and we wanted
1: something if, that was an inspiration to sort of use some, it should be more crunchy than Tails, but still have some of that really, really hard-hitting, very accessible, very fast system. So what we decided to do is to sort of uh, keep it very simple, but then introduce this one key new mechanic, which is the stress dice and the stress mechanic. But really, that is the one big thing that we introduced. And everything else we, is fairly streamlined. So we didn't add a lot of crunch for on other bits. And of course, we have there are rules for it. You know explosive decompression there's always even rules for space combat and all kinds of stuff but but the key the, core the system, air supply in your suit yeah, right there and, is there is rules for that too so i mean there's definitely stuff there but but the still the key the core system is is very fast it's a horror and yeah. having stress being the yeah. focus yeah so you don't want a, a horror experience you you have to be really careful not to overload that with rules crunch because then you you're, t- you're pulled out of the immersion real quickly so we thought for for any horror game whether it's in space or not this rule system needs to be very unintrusive so you can really focus on the feeling and so we use the stress die as the key uh, tool to really promote that rules wise but leave the rest out just keep it simple
0: it is very I found in my two sessions that I've run so far seeing that stress the pool physically grow in size and feeling the tension and that panic like viscerally on the table and there was this real you allow the players to know like their characters at the setting after alien 3 they're allowed to know that there are monsters out there yep. to a degree so they don't even have that a bit of deniability so nope. they're like well, we don't want to go in there because yeah. there's <laughs> monsters monsters are real yeah. they don't want to get out of their suits and they yeah. don't want to breathe the air but the suit the air is ticking down each yeah. time like you're going to have to take your helmet off eventually yeah. and and every single thing is just full and dripping with dread yeah. and I just, I loved it. I loved how f- afraid they were <laughs> yeah. when the, when the ship, the, so there's a ghost ship and you have to make that first choice of boarding it. Yeah. And you have to make it, I mean of course they have to board it, but you do to have an adventure. Yeah. And so, but the feeling of them being like psychologically kicking and screaming all the way in (laughs) going, we have to do this i don't want to um how has how have you found the reactions because you've been doing play tests of alien this weekend as well how have people been responding to this
1: i mean so far uh i've only heard i mean uh it's been going great I mean I think the response has been fantastic uh, also some suggestions of tweaks sure. to make that too and which is great but I mean overall the response has been been great and it seems like people are have been enjoying themselves in a horrible way you
0: know. can I ask how did this come around I know it's the 40th anniversary of alien yeah. and and freely you do like the quality of your work is phenomenal and yet alien it was such a wonderful surprise to see one of yeah. my favorite publishers end up with such uh, like a prestigious property, uh, uh, sign up with them. How how did that come around?
1: Well, there's a, a long story, I guess. I mean, it started out with we just had like a brainstorming session, like a year and a half ago, I think in the winter, just sort of thinking what would be like the dream properties to to, to work with. Because we have a, a an idea that we want to do our own brands, our own IP, so to say. Uh, we wanted you know that are fully our own from the ground up like Forbidden Lands and Simbaroom and and there will be more of those but then we also want to work with like you know other existing properties that we really love and we just made like for fun pretty much uh, you know a top five list of those would be like the dream properties and, and Alien was very you know was on that list for sure and then just by coincidence a couple of weeks later I happened to have lunch with somebody who worked with someone else and we started talking about this and I came into contact with a guy whose name is Joe Lafave. he runs a company in Hollywood called Genuine 1 Entertainment and his job is to sort of broker these kinds of, of deals and this person just gave me his email and, he, and I just contacted him and I had no idea what that would be but it turned out he was a huge fan of Tales from the Loop so he was he knew our stuff really well and he was a super fan of our games uh, just personally and then and we just hit it off and, and, and it turned out that he, he he had been working with, with 20th Century Fox on the Alien franchise for other things, and and uh, he knew that there was an opening to do this, and he approached them. And of course, we talked to them, and we made a proper pitch, you know, a big pitch with uh, what we wanted to do, and presented it to them. And yeah, and then it, the ball started rolling, and eventually, uh, here we are.
0: Here we are. The starter kit is out, the cinematic mode is the the campaign you play, it's all very pre-generated. As Alien comes out later this year, what are some of the things that we can expect in that core book that we can get excited about?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? I mean, the cinematic uh, kit is very, yeah, it's focused on that cinematic experience, so it doesn't even have character generation rules, because you get the characters that are already done. But the full game, we, need, we are focusing a lot more on the campaign play, where you can really explore this universe. And I think it's, it, there is so much more there than you might think if you've only seen the, the movies. Uh, those are, I mean, they, they, they give you a lot, but it doesn't really tell you that much about the greater world. But there is a lot of expanded universe stuff, and we have really dug, dug into that. And our main setting writer, Drew Gasky, he has been a franchise consultant for Fox on Aliens, so he knows this stuff super well and he's really been so even if you're not even a you've, role player you've I'll,
0: even mentioned stuff from isolation the video yeah, games yeah, yeah. There's, there's so much little yeah. Easter eggs sure. you can find. There
1: are millions, and and you know. So I think this book will be fun, even for someone who doesn't is not even a role player, but enjoys Alien, because it'll be a huge source book for this universe, with great art and everything. But of course, it's mainly a role playing game. But yeah, there is uh, in the in the core book there are there are sort of extensive uh, descriptions of life in space, life in this world. There are space travel, space combat. There is a lot about, we have a big chapter on systems and planets, uh, space stations and, and, and uh, colonies across the, uh, in the different parts of charted space. There is a big chapter on corporations and governments. I mean, everyone knows about Weyland-Yutani, but that's just one of a ser- of several powerful corporations. And there are also governments that are present and doing stuff. And those are described in some detail. And of course, the Wars themselves, there's a big chapter on that. Uh, there is uh, campaign locations, there's like a space station that you can use for campaign play. Uh, there's also a short uh, introductory scenario that's actually the one being played here at Gen Con right now called Hope's Last Day. Because the chart of the Gods that is included in the uh, starter PDF, we were going to have that in the main book uh, to start out with. But then we realized this book is going to be too... Thick, so we had to. We're now going to publish that as a separate book, oh, okay. and everyone who pre-orders gets that too. So no one's missing out on anything. But because the core book will be uh, three hundred ninety-two pages anyway, even when we cut out the big scenario. Yeah, it's a big book. It is a big book. It's the biggest book we've ever done. I'm not sure that's a good thing in itself. I mean, I think RPG books should be concise, but this is 392 pages of really great stuff so it's uh it's it's, it's, it,
0: it's you're you're condensing this entire franchise yeah. into a single book and and if you were to cut anything out i mean fans yeah. would be like well we can't have that da, 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 da. Yeah, Exactly. No, i understand and yeah. and that's where you're coming at it. i think it i I think it's just going to be a great collection. Same way I enjoyed uh, what Modifius did with Star Trek Adventures. Yeah. I, I don't play that game nearly as often as I read the books yeah. because I'm just such a big fan of the, of, of the property. Sure. Um, so coming off of Alien now, and I mean, you mentioned your original properties, and it's, I think it's telling that it's Forbidden Lands and Cyborum who won the awards at the Annies, and they're your original yeah. creations. When we meet up again this time next year at JetCon yeah. what are some of the hopes that you have that we can be talking about?
1: Oh, you never know. Of course, by then, Alien will be out. So, of course, we hope that will be received really well. So, you know, you never know about these you know awards things. It's impossible. Yeah, no. It's a popularity so contest. Even, yeah. No, I get it. So, but, of course, we hope for a good reception of Alien. Uh, we have a couple of more surprises up our sleeves. Some other games uh, will be announcing in the near in the future near fairly near future so we'll see they will not probably be released by next gen con but they will be you know out there in some form so uh that's also going to be interesting to to discuss down the line
0: thomas thank you so much for your time today uh congratulations on this successful weekend uh, enjoy the rest of your time at gen con thank you thank you so much and thanks again thomas haramston for spending time with us during our busy Gen Con weekend. To find out more about Free League games, be sure to follow them online at Twitter at FreyaLegan. The link is in our show notes if you want to get the exact spelling. Alien the RPG is coming out later this fall, and you can bet that we're going to be playing it here on the Terrible Warriors. And next week, we continue with our time at Gen Con as we went right next door to their friends at Modiphius, where we got to have a conversation with company CEO Chris Birch, the director of RPG Sam Webb, and freelance writer on Star Trek Adventures, Aaron Paulier. He's back to talk about the Alpha Quadrant book in the Star Trek Adventures line To find out more about what is happening here on the show, make sure you're following us on Twitter at Dice Warriors. We've got our schedule now figured out to the end of the year, including these Gen Con interviews that we have. We also have our Meet the Maker conversations that we did back at Breakout. We're going to continue to release those in November. Why so long? Because we're going to get back to some actual play RPGs in September with Magpie Games Root. And in October, with Lucian Khan's Visigoths vs. Molgoths, both Kickstarters happening back to back. So, why don't you come along, listen into these games, and make sure they get made? This entire shebang is only possible because of supporters from our Patreon page at patreon.com terrible terriblewarriors. Their support ensures we get to keep making this really cool show. You also get postcards in the mail, you get those exclusive debrief episodes, as well as access to our Twitch TV archive, and higher up that tier ladder, we run private games every single month, and for the summer, we have been running our Patreon supporters through the games we will be playing on terrible warriors so you really get to be a part of the development of this show this month there's still time to sign up for magpie game zombie world go to patreon.com terrible warriors if you want to know more until We meet again, dear listener. Thank you for listening to this show. Thank you for telling games set in your worlds of your own creation. Thank you for opening up your table to new players. Thank you for becoming a terrible warrior.